Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The NBA tips off this week, and Bet Online is your top spot for all your NBA action this season. With MLB postseason, NFL, college football, and NHL in full swing, Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport, anytime. Head to Bet Online today to get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. This is Lock It In, a sports betting show, part of the Believe Podcast Network. And now, here's your host, Cam Rogers. Welcome into Believe Me, right here on Stadium TV. My name is Cam Rogers. So great to be with you here as we are, of course, on this very show to win you money. Brandon Lang of BrandonLang.com. Clay Harbor, former NFL tight end, is on the air with me right now. And guys, we have college football. We have the NFL. We will kick things off with some Super Bowl futures since we are halfway through the NFL season. But for both of you guys, four and three. So Clay, sir, you retain your lead for now. Yeah, you know, um, I was number 82 in your programs, but I'm number one in your heart. If you listen to me, you are going to be profitable. You, you are going to win money. I look at these matchups, and more times than not, I'm right. Brandon? Long season. I'm back. Not a sprint. It's a marathon. I'll let him continue to enjoy his little lead. But when the season comes to an end, the cream always rises to the top, baby. That's it. And we That's will roll. With my girl and what I did, I, I, you know, Clay being the man he is, getting as much tail as anybody in the country, can't match B-Ling in that department either. So it, it'll all work out in the end. Trust me. And then we have the dork in the middle with the Nike golf shirt. But hey, guys, I actually have a couple of dates this weekend, so I'm excited about that. Hey. All right? Yeah. yeah. Rocking and rolling. Speaking of which, let's roll into Super Bowl 58 odds okay the futures have been updated we have the chiefs at five to one as the favorites as we stand the eagles plus 525 san francisco plus 550 then a gap guys ravens nine to one Bengals ten to one that seems tempting cowboys 12 to one lions 12 to one dolphins 12 to one bills 18 to one clay have you changed your mind about the super bowl at all and where is the value here in the market I think the value is going with the Cincinnati Bengals. Right now, in my opinion, in the AFC, they're the hottest team. Joe Burrow has shown that he is an elite quarterback. He was dealing with injury. Since then, he's beat Josh Allen. He's shown that he is back. And I think the Cincinnati Bengals team keeps improving, keeps improving. Get him, get him now while he's still low. I think, obviously, you've seen a big jump in all the odds. 
but he's still, I don't think they've reached the peak yet because they're going to keep getting better. Get them now. And I think you're still getting a discount. I like the Jaguars, not even on Cam's list. This team's six and two. They're a home dog with the 49ers who've lost their last three games coming into their stadium. They are being disrespected. They, Doug Peterson has won a Super Bowl before. This guy's been there. Trevor Lawrence is playing very well. This defense is a top 10 defense in the league to go with a very solid offense. I like the Jaguars. I like the Bengals. Bengals 10 to 1. Jaguars, I did not mention them. 18 to 1. Brandon, you had a Jets ticket going into the season. I think you get a pass there. Where are you going? Bengals. They struggled to score in the second half against a depleted Buffalo Bills defense. I take you to the Baltimore Ravens, who the last three weeks played oh. two winning teams and beat them 190 to 15. Mm -hmm. They absolutely destroyed the Lions, absolutely destroyed the Seattle Seahawks. I'm telling you right now, with that defense, which leads the lead in sacks, with that offense, with Odell Beckham and that running game and that offensive line and Lamar playing as well as he is, you can book the Baltimore Ravens at nine to one as your Super Bowl champion. Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. Nobody is beating that defense. Nobody is beating that defense. He has three Nobody is beating that defense. And six interceptions in four playoff games. He's one three in the playoffs. Defense wins championships. All Lamar has to do is lean on that running game, let that defense do what it did against Detroit and Seattle. And ladies and gentlemen, at nine to one, value up the you know what, Baltimore Ravens. You do love four the value, games. Clay. Four games he's played in the playoffs. This isn't one. This isn't two. No. This isn't three. This is four games. He has a 67 passer rating. You play he's in the NFL. Six and you play in the NFL. The guy you doesn't perform in the playoffs. You play in the NFL. You learn and get better. All right. We shall see. Long season. I can't believe the 49ers right now, guys, are plus 550. That's they're a done. joke. Oh. They're done. They ain't going to win that. They ain't going to win the NFC. They're done. Oh, Give goodness gracious. People catch up to Brock Purdy. You're not the last pick in the NFL draft. Yeah. And go on to win the MVP and become a Super Bowl champion. Uh-uh. Teams catch up to you. They blitz you. They scheme more. You got to read defenses. This kid's having trouble. Bingo. And their defense is getting exposed. Ladies and gentlemen, just just push the Niners over here. Because with that kid at quarterback, they are going nowhere. Big finish to the season coming. A lot to sort of sort out as far as the playoff picture. But there you go. The fellas just gave their picks. All right, guys. Let's transition into college football. Massive Saturday here. We will start in the Big Ten, Brandon. Michigan on the road taking on Penn State. High noon on Fox Penn State getting four and a half in this one. James Franklin consistently loses Brandon to prime time, big time football programs, especially OSU and Michigan. Are you taking the points or are you with the Wolverines here? Until, me you, until you show me you can beat the bully, I got to back the bully. Yeah. They went to Ohio State and they failed miserably. They have a horrible offense. Their offense that can't do anything. 
and you think they're going to do something against Michigan. James Franklin, as you just noted, comes up short time and time and time again in the Big Ten versus Michigan and Ohio State. And I don't care what the number is. Yeah, you got the the lingering um, thing going on with Harbaugh and the, 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 the stealing of the, the – that's fine. But on the field – this Michigan team is absolutely legit. I believe they've covered every single game this year, but one. I'm not about to go against that. And listen, for me to lay road chalk takes a lot, like yeah. a lot, but right side of the game is Michigan. Yeah, and then with Penn State, Clay, they are 7-2 and two against the numbers, so something's got to give here. Yeah, this is a tough one, and I, I think – think Brandon put it right. Penn State hasn't shown me that they're going to they're going to show up in big games. And until they do, I'm going to pick against them. I think Michigan's defense is number one nationally, averaging less than a touchdown per game. Penn State's got a great defense, third in the nation, 11.9 points per game. But we're talking about a defense as averaging 6.7 points per game. This Michigan defense is elite, and I think that's why they will cover the four and a half. I'm taking Michigan. I think it'll be a six, seven, maybe 10-point game. It's going to be close. It's not going to be a blowout, but I got Michigan to cover. When you have two teams that do the same thing, you pick the one that does it better, Michigan, all the way. I think that is a clear answer from Vegas. All right, guys, let's talk about an SEC matchup, top 10. Ole Miss traveling between the hedges in Athens, Georgia, taking on the Bulldogs. Number two team in the nation here, Brandon, laying 11. Ole Miss has lost each of its last 10 games against top five teams. Brandon, what are you doing? You can't go against Georgia in this spot, although Missouri gave them all they could handle. And I'm surprised that they struggled with Missouri the way that they did, which tells me that they're all against really good teams that can, can move the football offensively. Georgia struggles. Missouri hung in there because they got a good offense. I believe Ole Miss is going to hang in there. I'm going to take the double digits all day long. Give me Ole Miss plus the points. All right, Clay. A lot of points there. And Georgia doesn't seem like the Georgia of last year as far as covering. So what are you doing here? You're right. Georgia seems like there's something a little bit off. And obviously you look at Ole Miss and they step on the field with an 8-1 record. I mean, this team's good. They had a big win against Texas A&M, 38-35. But I think Georgia's just too much for them to handle. I think this is Georgia's get-back-on-track game. I'm taking Georgia minus the 11.5, plus the 11, and a half, 11 I'm sorry, to, to take this game. It's going to be tough. I think it's probably going to be a 14-2 touchdown game, but I'm taking Georgia with the, with the 11. Let's make no mistake here. This is a playoff game for Ole Miss. If they lose, they are out of contention. So they have to keep it close. I'll take the points. I'll side with Brandon on yeah, that one. Clay, when you're taking the, the, the favorite, they're minus the points, not plus the minus points. The points. Oh, yeah. We got to get that for the listeners because they'll write in and say he doesn't know what he's talking about. So just we Clay's still learning, guys. So here we go. He knows what he's doing. I know. All right. Does. They'll jump on that like the assholes that they are. And then, you know, yeah, the like, emailers. Ah. Yes. We love the emailers who hit me up all the time. How do you find my email, by the way? I have no idea. But anyway, right. let's talk about Rutgers versus Iowa. What? This is a random game. Here's why the lowest total in the history of the FBS, Unreal. Brandon Lang, 29. Unreal. What are you doing? Listen, a couple of weeks ago, Minnesota and Iowa was the lowest 
over under in the history of college football and they went under there. So let's just keep lowering. I know there's that, that dance that they do at weddings where they get a bar and they keep lowering the bar. But yeah, as long as they keep lowering it to try to get it right, you can't play this game any other way that listen, Rutgers was right there all last week versus Ohio state. They were right there. Then they throw pick six and then, and then it gets falls again, just like the week before when we had Wisconsin plus the points and it fell just on 14, the line on this game was 19 and it fell on 19. They are pegging this Ohio state point spread, which is unbelievable. So for me, you don't know what you're going to get from Rutgers offensively under the posted total of 29 until they show me they can get over these numbers involving Iowa. I will continue to play under involving the Iowa Hawkeyes. Clay, allow me to set the scene for you, my friend. Both starting quarterbacks are completing less than 52% of their passes. Both teams are top 20 in the nation in points allowed over or under the posted total. I'm going under. All right. Going under. It's like B Link said, man, this is the bow we're seeing how low we can get. Quarterback Deacon Hill started the last five games and completed 11 or fewer passes in each of them. And Iowa's defense is really good. PFF has them ranked as the fifth best defense in the NCAA. They're tied for the second fewest touchdowns, 17. And they're, they're playing very well. And obviously, be like B Lang said, you look at the game last week, Rutgers was up 9 7 at the half. Right. And this team didn't give up anything on defense. Yeah. So this defense yeah. is solid. So this game to me is going to be a 10-3 type game. It's going to be a 14-7 type game. 100% taking the, the under. And then also I'm going to Iowa too. Even though Rutgers did have a good showing against Ohio State, I still like Iowa. All right, bonus pick from Clay. Brandon, do you want to pick a side there? No, I'm going to play one. Yep, I'm not going to I'm, I'm, I'm staying with – wouldn't surprise me if Rutgers got the job done just because they're a little better offensively. But with with their quarterback being as unstable as he is, big turnover here in a game like this makes a difference. He has shown a propensity for turning the ball over at the wrong time, which he did, which led to the basically the push last week, which changed the entire complexity. Rutgers is right there if he doesn't throw that pick six. It just changed everything. The only way you can play this is to go under. And OSU covered barely. It was sweaty obviously at halftime. All right, guys, let's transition to the National Football League and let's talk about those Ravens we talked about earlier laying six, Clay, against the Browns who seem pretty competent now with Deshaun Watson at quarterback coming off a shutout win against the Cardinals. Minus six, Clay, what's the play? I like the Ravens here. It's like being like, I mean, you look, this team has been dominant. They're probably in my opinion, them and the Jaguars, but I think they're a little bit ahead of the Jaguars. If there was, if I listed my power rankings, I'd put the Eagles one and the Ravens two. To me, this team's defense is playing, this team's offense is playing, and they're just rolling in all cylinders. You saw Del Beckham make a comeback last weekend. This defense is just straight getting after people, not giving up anything. One of the best defense, like historically good defenses in yards per play, what they're giving up. Is, is incredible. I really like the Ravens, and I think they cover here. Six is a lot, Brandon, for a divisional game, especially a defensive battle. But with that being said, there's right side to games, there's wrong side to games. And right now, a healthy Ravens team is the right side of the game. They are begging you to take the Browns plus the points. Mm-hmm. Begging you 
to take the Browns plus the points. And it just has that feeling that they're going to be in there. They're going to be in there. They're going to be in there. And then the Ravens make a couple of plays in the fourth quarter and win the game by seven. You're like, ah, man, I was plus six. I was almost there. You can't go against the Ravens right now at home. You just can't not with the way they're playing. The way they blew out Seattle, the way they blew out Detroit, went out to Arizona and a sandwich game between those two, figured a way to cover the number out there. They're just healthy and they look physical. And that defense all forced Deshaun Watson to execute offensively for 60 minutes against that defense and keep this within seven. For my dollar, I don't think he can. I'll take the Ravens minus the six. Plus, the Ravens have traveled a lot. They went to London, then all the way to Arizona, back to Baltimore to take on a really good Seattle team. So they've been very impressive. Okay, we are on the Ravens. Big one here, Clay. Your Jaguars getting three at home against a struggling 49ers team coming off a bye. This is a tough one to handicap. What are you doing? It's tough, but to me, you look at what, what have you done for me lately for the 49ers? They're O for their last three. Purdy has not looked good. He's been throwing picks. He hasn't been playing well. Obviously, Kittle's been doing a good job. Brandon Ayuk, good job. I, they just signed uh, – they just traded for Chase Young. I think that you got some players on that defense. But that defense has shown some holes too. And the Jaguars are getting better. They went into Pittsburgh. They won a tough game. Trevor Lawrence had a nice game, but that defense really dominated. Obviously, you're playing against Pickett and then Miss Mitch Trubisky. But this Jaguars team is trending in the right direction. Duval is going to be rocking. I know people talk about their home field advantage. These fans love the Jaguars. They're going to show up. For them, they're going to feel disrespected. Doug Peterson's going to have them ready to play. They're coming into our house, losing the last three games, and we're not favored? Come on, give me the Jaguars plus three. Brandon, this seems fishy. I almost want to go with the 49ers here as a bounce-back spot. Debo's back. Big Phil Trent Williams is back. And I don't think it makes a damn bit of difference. The Jaguars are playing – after, ever since that loss to Houston at home, where Houston went in there and just absolutely beat the doors off them, they've won and covered every single game since. Beat up on Buffalo in London, beat up on Atlanta in London, went into Pittsburgh and won. This team's playing good football right now. And at home, as a home dog, they are very, very, very dangerous. They really, really are. Listen, they had the Chiefs beat. Doug Peterson with some questionable play calling. In the, at the end of the first half in that game, went for it on fourth and one from, from the Kansas City 40 when he could have punted it away. It was a 3 nothing game at that point. Gave the Chiefs field position. They went down and scored. Now you're down 10 nothing at the half, and they were chasing the rest of the way. Since then, they've been unbeatable and unstoppable. I don't trust the Niners right now based on what I, the product I see in form. You know, my eyes tell me what my eyes tell me. My eyes tell me the Niners aren't a very good football team. Add Chase Young, I get it. Brock Purdy, I get it. Off the bye week, I get it. Jags at home and that humidity, Duval, give me the Jags, plus by the half point, I'll take the three and a half for the Jags. Three and a half it is. Home dogs are the Jaguars this week. Okay, another home dog, kind of home because they really don't have a fan base. Chargers getting two and a half at home against the Lions here, Clay. Over under, by the way, set at 48 and a half. You would expect a lot of points in this one. Where are we going here? We've talked about our trust issues with one Brandon Staley. Yeah, this one's a tough one for me because, you know, the Chargers are four for their last two. They've been playing well of late, and they've been showing a resurgence there. And the Lions have done a good job, too. So, I mean, this is two hot teams. And for me, I'm, I'm going to take the Chargers plus the two and a half. Okay. I think I think that they are on a roll right now. They've got a lot of things going. I like the Lions. 
But I think this is just a game that you see Justin Herbert get back on track. Brandon Staley needs this one, and I think they come out on top here. I got the Chargers plus a two and a half. Bad spot for the Lions here, Brandon? Coming out of their bye week, traveling out west, face this Charger team with big wide receivers. I think that it's going to give the Lions fits. Uh, granted, uh, Campbell's happy with, with the 6-2 and two start. They're right where they need to be. They're running away with their division. Um, they can whiff here. And, and when you take a team like the Lions that haven't been a road favorite in forever, and now you start asking the team to lay points on the road, I just think from an X's and O's match, matchup, I don't believe the Lions match up with the Chargers. I think the Chargers scheme offensively is going to give them fits. And conversely, that Lions offensive line is a little banged up. They're missing two starters. And so going against that pass rush in L.A. with Mac and Boza and, and, and these boys coming, I'm going to buy the half point, make sure I get plus three with the Chargers, and I'm going to roll with the home dog. Chargers were impressive on defense against the Jets on Monday night football. They take on the Lions here this week. All right, finally, guys, the biggest spread on the board by far, Tommy DeVito and the Giants taking on the Cowboys. The Cowboys, Clay, laying 17. Can you eat that chalk? What are you doing? Man, this is a tough one, man. I don't know what to do here because I know <laughs> the Cowboys are going to win, but 17 points in an NFL football game? A lot. That's a lot of points. But I'm not scared. I'm going to do it. Give me give me the Cowboys minus the 17. I'm rolling with them. They're coming off of a tough loss to the Eagles, a game which they thought they should have won, and obviously maybe they should have. There were some tough calls. Then in the game, you get first and five. With 28 seconds left, you get a you get a false start penalty. Then you then you give up a quarterback sack. You should have won that game. They're going to be hungry. They're going to want to come out and make a statement and say, "Hey, we're still here. We're still one of the best teams in the NFC." I'm taking the Cowboys minus the 17 here. I've played in NFC East games. Usually, can throw out records, throw out players. These games are going to be battles. But in this case, I think the Cowboys are going to come out swinging. And who the heck is Tommy DeVito? Exactly. Brandon, this is when you put your Vegas hat on. Is the value on the Giants plus the 17? It's gross, but does it make sense? He kind of looks like Danny DeVito a little bit. Maybe that's the uncle. I mean, crying out loud. Um, listen, there are right side of games and wrong side of the games. As crazy as it sounds, I can't take the Giants plus 17 here. Wow. I just, I just can't. I just can't. I can't take the Giants plus the 17 in this game. This game has a little bit of a feel of the Rams game. You know, if you look on paper, who's a better team, the Rams or the Giants? Well, the Rams are. Aaron Donald and Matthew Stafford and the Rams, who can play a little bit, and Cooper Cup and blah, 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 blah. And Dallas got it rolling and Dallas blew them out. So when you look off that basis, if you're if you have the Giants here, you're going to be on pins and needles the whole game thinking, oh, I just hope they don't get blown out. Blow There's a blowout. It's mm -hmm. Dallas pulling out the Giants. And so I'm not a chalk guy. I'll lay the 17. I'd rather be on the 17 side saying Dallas can blow them out than sitting there on a wing and a prayer taking Tommy DeVito and the Giants based on the fact Dallas blew out the Rams in the manner in which they did. Give me Dallas. And the Giants just got blown out by the Raiders on the road. So yep. not a great showing there for Big Blue. All right, guys. That's going to do it for this week of games, college football, and the NFL. This has been Believe Me right here on Stadium TV for Brandon Lang of BrandonLang.com and Clay Harbor, former NFL tight end. I am Cam Rogers. We will talk to you next week. 
Best of luck to your bets. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.